Dad podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Hey Dad podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. My name is Reese. And I am David. And he is my dad. And we're going to go ahead and jump in with the question of the day. So, Dad, this is a little bit of a confession time. Uh This is a confession question. What are some of the snacks that you cannot have around the house? Or else we'll say they just won't last very long. No matter how much of it that's in supply. Yeah. I I have a sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. So sweets. Now it's weird. Sometimes I'm great. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like once you start, mm-hmm. it just goes down. Like uh, I may have talked before. Caramel M&M's. Right. I don't buy. Right. I don't keep here. It's understandable. Because um, I would eat all of them. You know, people say, oh, you just have a few each day. I couldn't do that with them. Um, and Bluebell, if I don't open a Bluebell, I'm good. But it's almost like once you open it and say, I'm just going to have a small bowl. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to keep having small bowls. Yeah. I almost have to get into that. I've done it a few times, but not that great. So I just usually don't buy Bluebell. Yeah. You know, so for me, I like a dessert. Mm-hmm. I like something sweet. So I kind of go back and forth mm-hmm. where I'm trying to figure out, like usually that's why I eat a lot of fruit because mm-hmm. that kind of gives me that dessert feel, mm-hmm. but it's healthier than having just a bunch of stuff around the house. Um, so that's probably my thing is, is any kind of sweet, like if I make a cake yeah. and there's a bunch left over and it's just here at the house, I struggle to just throw it away because mm-hmm. there's that part of me that's like, I don't want to throw it away. Yeah. But then if I eat the whole thing, I will wear it. You know, and, and so that that's my struggle. Yeah, I'm similar in terms of Bluebell, mm-hmm. really ice cream in general. Yeah. Any kind of ice cream, if it is in that freezer, it will not be in that freezer for long. Yeah. Because I love it. I love ice cream so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've got a separate stomach for ice cream <laughs> yeah. to where even when I'm full, I'm like, you know what I could go for right now? I could have some ice cream. <laughs> I could go for some ice cream. Uh, that really is. That's yeah. that's definitely my number one weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, because we actually had some today and it made me think about it, chips and dip. Mm-hmm. Chips and dip do not last very long in yeah. my house. Yeah. Um, I do chips and salsa a lot of times because yeah. salsa is very low calorie and mm-hmm. it, it, it works. But like if I have ruffles and sour cream dip, yeah, that's going to be gone quick. Um, you know, it's going to be like, Almost all of it gets eaten by me in a matter of a few days. Yeah, chips and dip and chips and rotel. Yeah, chips like and rotel. Rotel dip. It's it's hard. Chips to, and guac. Yeah. I can yeah. destroy some guac, man. Yeah. I've had it as a meal before. Like sometimes I'll do just guac and cheese dip mm-hmm. with with uh, tortilla chips. Yeah, tortilla chips. And it's a good meal. Yeah. But it makes me want to turn a snack into a meal. It does. It does. Or you have a snack and... You aren't hungry for your meal, and that's mm-hmm. the problem. Because it's more than a snack at that point. Mm-hmm. It's a little mini meal. Yeah, it's true. It's my. It's the fourth meal of the day. Yeah, you know? it's Levensy. <laughs> Gotta have four. Yeah, maybe like a hobbit. <laughs> Levensy's. Afternoon tea, dinner, supper. All of them. All of them. 
Okay, so the topic that we've been discussing is vacations. This is the final one of the yep. series, from what we know. Because probably our favorite one. I was about to say, because it's the one that's closest to our heart. It is. Why you, listener, should go on a cruise. Yep. We are here to convince you to go on a cruise. And it's not because we want to sell you on anything. We're not getting sponsored. No. Although, if you do want to sponsor us any cruise line, we got you. That's right. That's right. If there's a cruise line listening and you want to sponsor us, yeah. we will gladly take your sponsorship. Mm-hmm. But we're not getting paid right now. We're telling you this for your own good. Yeah. Because we've done vacations. We've done a lot of different kinds. We have. And consistently across the board, cruises are the top. Uh, they're just amazing. Yeah. And we're about to tell you why. Dad, why don't you start off with our first our first point? Well, and I guess for us, because we were very much budget vacationers. That's true. I mean, we didn't have unlimited funds to spend on trips and travel. Maybe you do, but we didn't. Yeah. If so, you do, you can go wherever. Yeah. Go, go, go to Fiji. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the best things about cruising is you just can't beat the price. It's true. It usually averages out. For most cruise lines, I mean, there are some higher dollar ones. Um, it's about 100 bucks a day a person. Mm-hmm. And with that, and that's like for two people in a cabin, mm-hmm. um, that's your food, mm-hmm. it's your shows, Yep. it's it's everything pretty much included. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's other things, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but it's just the, the pricing is something you cannot beat. No. And people can say, well... You know, well, the food is not this great or that great or whatever. And, and we'll wrong. talk about how you figure that out. Because some cruise lines are better than others at different things. Mm. But even then, you know, you let's say you want to go somewhere, even across the country. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, you got to travel there. You got to get a hotel. Yep. You got to buy your own food. Yep. You got to have your own transportation. Mm-hmm. All of those things are part of it. And that's not if you do if you're not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, if you're doing any kind of show, any kind of like fun activity, that's yeah. all going to cost separate. Yeah, yeah. When it when that comes together, it ends up being significantly more mm-hmm. than a cruise would. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things that, that for us, we didn't have to have a lot of super environment to have fun together. Mm. Um, you know, some people may need that, but now with the boats, with the size boats they have and the stuff on there. You can do as much or as little as you want. And that's the other thing I like about cruising is it, it's it's everything. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it can be nothing. Mm-hmm. Like if you just want to go and sit by the pool and read a book all day, go for it. Yep. You know, uh, but for us, we like, like people talk about, well, I don't like the buffets. We rarely ate at the buffets. Yeah. We wanted to sit down in a restaurant and be served fresh food. And that's what we did. Oh, it's incredible. What what I love about the all-inclusive nature of cruising mm-hmm. is that you're not worrying about money as much. Yeah. Because it's all up front, there's a lot less decision-making based yeah. on money. Like, let's say I go on a trip to the beach. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. You're going to have a lot of the same things yeah. as a cruise. You know, you're going to have good seafood. You're going to have times by the pool. You're going to have vegging out, you know. However, with a beach trip, all of that's separate. So if I go to eat seafood, it's going to be about 20 to 30 bucks a person probably. Mm-hmm. If it's a nice place, yeah. you know. If I go to play mini golf, that's going to cost, you know, 15 to 20 bucks a person yeah. to do that. Yeah. Whereas when you go on a cruise, 
the food's included. The mini golf is included. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. anything that you have on there, like almost all of it is included. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, with my personality, that helps me unplug. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I'm not having to worry about, okay, where are we at? Yeah. Okay, what do we need to do? All right, if we do this, what are we not going to be able to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. You know, or if we do that, what are we not going to be able to do later here? Yeah. Uh, those kind of decisions, you don't have to make on a cruise. Like I, on on our uh, honeymoon cruise that I've mm-hmm. mentioned before in this series, uh, they had a night that was like a steak and seafood night. And I ate three plates of lobster. <laughs> Three plates of lobster. But guess what? How much money it cost me? Nothing. Yeah. It was no more expensive than if I had gotten chicken nuggets. Yep. So you can literally look at a menu. There's no prices. Mm -hmm. And you just say, what do I actually want? Yeah. Not, hey, is tonight the night I really want to go for steak? Yeah. Or should I wait till a different restaurant? You can say, hey, I can get steak every single day and have a great time. Well, and that's one of the things about cruising. It's, it's, they do have, like, some of the cruise ships now have specialty restaurants you pay a little extra for. Mm-hmm. They they have drink things you can do. They're, you can do as much or as little as you want. Like, some people I know are really into, you know, they want to drink their Cokes every day. Well, yeah. they, they have a drink package for that. It wasn't a big deal for us, um, but, but some people want that. Some people want to have the full bar. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, that's where you'll spend a lot of money. We don't drink. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't an issue for us. If you right. want to go, most ships have a casino. If you want to do that, you could lose money. But you could do that anywhere. Yeah. Um, the thing about it is it's really made up to where you can figure out what you want to do. Yes. There's there's usually always something going on. There's usually like always like three or four things going on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and and, and, and right. it's, what, it's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's true. And... And I'll say just for like, you may wonder like, how can cruising be so cheap? The business model is they make it cheap on purpose. Yeah. It's yeah. super cheap for what you get. In fact, you know, they may, they're probably not making hardly any money off of you mm-hmm. going on this cruise. However, where the difference comes is a lot of people just don't know how to say no. And yeah. so they end up buying the drink package and, yeah. and buying the photo, you know, sections where mm-hmm. it's $40 a photo or whatever. There's stuff on there that you can spend way too much money on. Yeah. But if you know how to be like, no, I don't want to spend $40 on a photo. Yeah. You could, I have an iPhone. I'm going to be fine. I can mm-hmm. take a picture. Uh, you can get out of there for it being so cheap. Yeah. You know, they're like, there's a, and the things that they charge extra for are not necessities for the trip. That's a good point. You know, like you have this dining room each night where you can get unlimited food of any kind and it's delicious. It's really good if you go on the right cruise lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they have their specialty, like super fancy restaurants that are 50 bucks a person. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gone to one of those. I might've been to one. Yeah. And I was perfectly fine. I had a great time. I like delicious food, not just yeah. okay food, delicious food, never going to one of those. They have like an area where you can go get a massage, which is about the price of a massage. You know, if you go to an actual place, yeah. I just haven't done it and that's fine. Mm-hmm. So you end up like, it's not like it forces you into a position where you have to buy all the extra yeah. stuff. If you if you want to buy those things, you can. Like your mom and I went to a French restaurant one on one of our celebrity cruises and it was some of the best food I'd ever eaten in my life. Right. And it was extra, but it wasn't that much more. And it was cheaper than any meal you'd get at a nice restaurant, 
you know, in a city mm-hmm. that you go visit. Um, and the other thing I like about cruising is like when we did our, our trip for your senior trip, we went to the Mediterranean and you go from port to port mm-hmm. and you are in Greece, you're in Turkey, you're in these places and your stuff stays. Yep. You don't have to pack and unpack. You go yep. to sleep, you wake up, I'm in another country. Yep. You're right. And it's so easy to visit these places and people say, well, I want to go to just one place and stay there the whole time. That's cool. But for us, we weren't sure we we're ever going to be able to go back. So mm-hmm. to be able to go to Ephesus, to be able to go see where the Olympics began, to see Ia in, in Greece, those kind of things, we, we didn't know. But guess what? Yeah. We got to see them and we didn't have to travel to each place to do it. We just got on the ship. All our stuff is there. And the next day we're at the next place. Exactly. Like that cruise is a perfect example because mm-hmm. in seven days yeah. we went to two different spots in Greece, one spot in Turkey, and then one spot in Croatia. Yep. In seven days. And we weren't rushing. No. We weren't having to pay for any kind of travel. We literally, like at the days in between at sea, we just ate a lot of food and hung out and had a great time. I love the boat just as much as I like getting anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I like the days at sea. In fact, I want to do a transatlantic one day where you have like seven, six, seven days just at sea. Mm-hmm. To me, that just sounds kind of relaxing. Yeah, because the truth is, like you said earlier, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Like I have a friend who loves cruising, but he never gets off the boat. He, yeah. he does not go to a single destination. He doesn't care. Yeah. What he loves is the cruise itself. Yeah. And if you want to play it that way, you can. If exactly. you want to pay to go on a tour in every single location, you can. Mm-hmm. Depends on what kind of person you are. But yeah. the cruise gives you that level of, I guess, uh, customization that yeah, you can just completely word. change it. And for those of you who are scared of it, like being in the center of the ocean yeah. or, oh, what if I get motion sickness? Um, my wife was definitely in that camp because she'd never been on a cruise before anyway. Yeah. But she went, she brought some uh, motion sickness pills in case she needed them. And she only took like two the entire trip. Mm-hmm. And she had an amazing time. Yeah. It, I mean, the, literally the boats feel like a city. They're so yeah. big that you, like, you're not being moved by the waves or anything like that. Yeah. And so it's just an incredible experience. Yeah, it really is. And so what we want to do now that we have made a case for going on <laughs> cruising. cruising is we want to give you some tips. Like if yeah. like let's say you want to go, yes, let's try a cruise. I'll give it a shot. We we want you to have a good experience. Mm-hmm. So here are our number one tips. Dad, you can start with the first one. Yeah, one is understand that not every cruise line's the same. Mm-hmm. Every cruise line has a different focus. Mm-hmm. They have different specialties. So if you went on one that you didn't like, it may be that you went on the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Like like Carnival is known as kind of a party boat. Mm-hmm. Um, celebrity is a little bit, what's the word? Adult, but yeah. like not in like an inappropriate way, but in like yeah. a, they have glass blowing shows yeah. and they have movies on the lawn and they have like stuff where it's more romantic. And, yeah, you know, it's, more it's a very good couples. Adults. Yes. Um, Royal Caribbean is just kind of fun. Family that, fun. Yeah, they've got the sports stuff. They've got all kinds of things for you to do. Those machines where you can like surf in place yeah, are on yeah. most of their boats. Yeah, they have most of them have that. Giant water slides. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have an ice skating rink on some of their boats. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy what they have. Yeah. And then um, like Disney, of course, is the Disney cruise. They've got yeah. everything Disney. 
Um, but then we talk, then like Holland America and Princess are also a little bit more on that adult side. Holland America actually, I think, still has kind of a classic cruise feel. Um, and you may or may not like that, but that's just it. You can figure out what you like and find a cruise line that caters to that. Exactly. Like I've heard people, they say, well, I went on a cruise once. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Well, they went on a little boat, mm-hmm. you know, that was maybe like a carnival. We have a lot of carnivals here that are inexpensive. And there's really not a whole lot to do on the small boats unless yeah. you drink or go to the casino. Right. And these weren't people who did that. So they were bored out of their mind. Mm-hmm. And, and so I just I want to tell them you went on the wrong type ship. Yep. Or you went on the wrong cruise line. Yeah. Because each cruise line has their selling point. They did. I think that your, your uh, I guess, the way that you put it was perfect. You know, mm-hmm. celebrities more adult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, carnivals more party time. But then Royal Caribbean's more family. Yeah. Disney, of yeah. course, is Disney. Yeah. You know, so you have all these different options. Yeah, you do. Um, the other thing is looking at the boat itself. Because not all boats are created equal. Or yeah. they're actually classified as ships. So like not all ships are created equal. They're yeah. just they're not. Um, no. And they're made different and they've got special things like for your sister's graduation, we went on the Oasis of the Seas. Right. And it was a huge, it was one of the biggest ships out there. Yes. Six thousand people were on it. And a lot of people say, Oh, that sounds horrible. It was one of the least crowded cruises we've ever been on. Yeah. You didn't realize there were that many people on the ship because it's so huge. It had a central park. It had like a mall area on the inside. Um, it had, the, of course, the ice skating rink and the basketball goals, ping pong tables. It had, all it had a boardwalk with like yeah. a carousel yeah. area that it looked did. like you were in like Coney Island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they had a garden area that yeah. was just very beautiful. You know, they had their fun party area with all the, the like... Um, like surfing stuff yeah. and, and slides. And do all that. And that's where it was huge. And that's where people have to understand that the different type of ship you go on is going to have different things. Yeah. And, you know, a ship that's out of a smaller port, like what we talked about, the, like New Orleans, mm-hmm. a lot of those are smaller ships. Mm-hmm. So you want to research what's on the ship, what what's there to do, and what kind of personality do you want? Yes. No, I, I agree with that 100%. Because... I think a huge part of cruising is the boat it because is. that's where you're spending most of your time. You do. So it's worth putting in a little bit of a uh, little bit of work mm-hmm. to look at it and say, all right, what kind of boat do I want to go on? Yeah. It's like our European cruise. That was a Royal Caribbean, which is the same people that made that huge boat yeah. that had 6,000 people on it. That was in Florida, but this one in Europe was smaller it and it was. was older. And the main selling point of that cruise wasn't necessarily the show's, it was they had good food. Yeah. One and then two, they took you to all these crazy, incredible places. Yeah, you're in Europe, so the you're ship not there for the boat. Didn't matter as much there. But if you're in Florida, I'm gonna be real. I'm there for the boat. You yeah. know, I want the boat to be great. And that's where the giant ones sail out of. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing to do. And what I would what I would tell people is, a cruise. If you're gonna do it, get some experience from people who've done it before. Right. Get a travel agent. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything. Talk to people who've been, get advice, find out from the experts, tell them what you're into. And a lot of times travel agents will say, okay, this is the cruise line for you. Right. It doesn't cost you anything. The cruise line gives them a commission. That's cool. Because if they book it for you and, and go through them, you know, 
because it makes them a little money, but they give you advice that you wouldn't know yourself. And I've seen people go on cruises and they say, oh, I hated it. But, you know, it was the wrong line for them. Right. They went on a tiny ship that didn't have a lot the of stuff. The only thing to do was a belly flop competition. I know. <laughs> I know. And, and it's like, okay, you picked the wrong line. Mm -hmm. And so you want to find those people to help you. And a lot of times travel agents, man, they'll tell you everything about it. If you want Disney, there's Disney cruise specialists. Mm -hmm. um, and those people can really help you out to make sure your vacation's worth it. And it doesn't cost you anything extra. Yeah, and, and just speaking of Disney, um, a Disney cruise line is going to be about twice as expensive as any other cruise line. Yeah. So know that going in. If you want Disney, you're going to pay Disney money. Yeah, <laughs> um, it is. It's like everything Disney. Yes. So you like if you want to go big, go for it. But if you're looking for the more budget options, I would say Royal Caribbean is a, yeah. is a very good way to go just for a good standard first cruise. Yeah, one of our friends, he was actually a travel agent mm -hmm. when y'all were younger. He said his kids enjoyed the Royal Caribbean more than Disney. Wow. And that's they, they went on the Royal Caribbean all the time because their kids loved it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the one that I'm thinking of, like, you know, in the future when I'm a parent. That's mm -hmm. probably going to be the one that we go on because yeah. it'll, it'll have plenty of stuff to do for my kids. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, it's got a ton. It'll be a blast for them. So go on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into the questions of the day. Uh, the first one is this. You've talked about planning a vacation. In how much detail should I plan? Yeah, that would be something, it really depends on your personality. If you're a person who likes a lot of freedom, then I would just plan a vacation outline. Mm -hmm. You know, to where you, okay, on these days, we're gonna go to the beach, and at night on these night and this night, we'll go eat seafood. Right. The other nights we'll do a pizza, you know, in the room night or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just that outline right there takes a lot of stress out of the week. Mm -hmm. And also, if you have a family, this is where you can be smart. Let them help you plan the vacation. Smart. So your kids aren't asking to do something every single night. You can say, okay, what night do we want to go do mini golf? Mm-hmm. Or what night do we want to do this if you're not doing a cruise, which you should do. But, you know, let your kids help you plan. Right. And then they'll have buy-in and they won't ask you a million questions. Yeah. And even on the cruise side of things, like excursions, like if you get to like, let's say this Caribbean island. Yeah. And you want to do an excursion. doing mm -hmm. Picking that ahead of time is very good because excursions aren't cheap. You yeah. Know, they're like yeah. usually a hundred bucks a person or something like that. Yeah. And so, like, if you're going budget, plan not to do any of them and just yeah. go explore yourself. But yeah. if you do want to do that, that's a decision you need to make beforehand and pick, okay, if I'm doing one excursion, where do I want to do it? Like, Emily yeah. and I picked one where they took us to, like, a little private island with its own little beach. And there was mm -hmm. only, like, 50 people on the whole beach. Yeah. And it was great. Uh, but we picked that ahead of time. Yeah, and the smart thing is, if you're going to do an excursion, I recommend doing it through the cruise line. Yes, that is very true. Because some people get off the boat and they, oh, I'm going to go get my own. And you can do that, but if anything happens, the boat won't wait for you. Mm -hmm. But if you're on one of their excursions and anything happens, the boat waits. Yeah, Because it's true. through them. So if you get a flat tire or whatever, but you're on one of their planned cruises, the boat will wait for you. Mm -hmm. But if you're not... 
you're on your own. Yeah, that's very true. Good pro tip right there. Okay, question number two. What kind of souvenirs should you buy when you travel? It's a good question. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's, it's a toughie. It depends on, of course, again, what you like, what you're into. We like to buy artwork, mm -hmm. something we could put up on the wall, yep. more than just knickknacks mm -hmm. that you set up. Um, but I would understand, like, what age are your kids? That's true. You know, because your kids are going to want something mm -hmm. and understand that it probably won't last. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't buy my children anything that's super important. Right. Because it's probably going to end up breaking. Mm -hmm. So I think you want to kind of gauge it by where they're at. Now, one thing you can do if you take your kids with you somewhere, give them a budget. Yeah. You have this much to spend. Mm -hmm. And that way, they're not asking you for the money. It's on them. Yeah. You know, you have $100 for the whole trip. If yep. you want to spend it all on this one thing at this one port, that's fine. Just understand that's all you got. Mm -hmm. And that helps them kind of, is this that important to me? Yeah, which is a good life lesson in a mm -hmm. way. Helping them learn life lessons on vacation. Yeah, but I would get souvenirs based on what you enjoy, what you like, mm -hmm. what will help you remember it mm -hmm. without buying a ton of little things. Right. I think there are some people out there like, I'm personally in the artwork category, but I recognize not everybody's in there. But like, yeah, yeah. if you're into cooking, maybe there's a spice they have over there that's not where you're at. You know, yeah. something that you can even use. I know for us, whenever we go to Mexico, uh, they have a really good vanilla. Oh, yeah. Mexican vanilla. vanilla every time. It yeah, exactly every time. Mm -hmm. And like when I hear other people are going on cruises, we're like, hey, can you give me some vanilla? Yeah. You know? I've still got some vanilla I got from someone a couple of years ago. Yeah, it might have been us. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you'll you'll find those things, and there's plenty of good categories. Yeah. And part of the fun is discovering what they have to offer. Yeah. Because every place is different. Well, some people love getting like a t-shirt. Yeah. Or, or some kind of something they wear. Mm -hmm. um, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, just know kind of going into it, what do you like? Mm -hmm. And then that way you can kind of know. And pretty much anything at any port will be at another port. Mm-hmm. So you can be like, okay, I like that, but I'm going to get it at the next port. Yeah, you're going to be able to get a t-shirt with the location you're at yeah. at any port on the entire <laughs> planet. Yes. You're going to be able to get it anywhere. It may not survive one washing, but... But you'll be able to get it anywhere. You'll be able to get it. True. Okay, so here is the final question. And this is from, obviously, a parent who's come to a very big decision. They said, should I homeschool, private school, or public school my children? That's that's really hard. Um, it's a lot of it depends on what kind of worldview you're trying to put into your kids. That's very true. Um, what I would do is say, is the place you want to send them going to help their worldview or hurt it? And that kind of answers the public private, because if you homeschool, it's going to be your worldview. Now, homeschool is hard. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. It shouldn't be just super simple, but it's so much better today than it used to be. We did y'all one year of homeschool and it was horrendous because yeah. it was an old, almost VHS technology it was rough. video and it was very hard. But today they've got some incredible things, but it takes commitment. Anything you do takes commitment. Private schools take money. Right. Public schools are the easiest, but then it's the public school. 
And I think sometimes, especially today, the worldview that's taught at a lot of public schools, I think is harmful to kids. Yeah. So it really depends on what you and your spouse, what kind of worldview you want in your children. And you say, well, we can't afford a private school. You know, there's homeschool. What? It may be a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And that's just, it may just be a sacrifice. And But you have to think, okay, are my kids worth the sacrifice? And I think you, you know, you and your spouse get together, you pray about it, you look for the best option, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, we want to send it to private school, but it's $10,000 a year. Right. And you don't have that. Well, you may not be able to send them to private school. And if you don't want to send them to the public school, homeschooling is your only option. Right. Um, and, and so those are the kind of things. They're not easy decisions. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Um, but you kind of think through, okay, what's the best thing for my kids, for the worldview I want them to have? Yeah. And I would encourage you as well, like, once you pick something, it doesn't have to be permanent. You That's can good. definitely see how things affect your children. Yeah. Like some kids that go to public school are going to be completely defined by the people around them. Mm-hmm. And some people that go to public school will not care what the people around them think and just follow what the family set up, yeah. you know? And so that's a big, that's a big thing in there. Yeah. Or like, you know, some, some kids are going to do great. Well, how about this? You don't even have to do the same thing their whole time. Like mm-hmm. for me and Katie, I, I know for me personally, I was in private school from kindergarten all the way up until seventh grade. Yeah. We homeschooled the eighth grade year, hated it because you're bored. Yeah. Uh, but then went to public school for the my entire high school time. Mm-hmm. And so I did all three. Yeah. And it was okay. You yeah. know, I got a great base when I was in private school, mm-hmm. a very good Christian worldview, you know, homeschool. I learned that I enjoy being around people. And then in high school, I got to connect with people and learn what it was like to be in a public school, which is basically prison. (laughs) Well, the good thing is also in the private school, you guys got education that was really set y'all up. It's true. To succeed because Katie did middle and high here in public school Mm -hmm. and both of y'all thrived Mm -hmm. because of that home base you got. It's very true. And so I think it's just you and your spouse praying through it. And understanding it may not be easy, yeah. But you want to do what one day you're not going to regret, right? You know, even if it takes some sacrifice to do the private or do the the homeschool. Now you may have a good public school system where you're at. Mm-hmm. They're just getting harder and harder to find mm-hmm. because of the different worldview that's out there. That's true. That's very true. And so, really, it is ultimately up to you. But that's all the time we have today uh, when it comes to the questions. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you.